0: Welcome back to another toast. myself Sankit Loda and I'm a medical student at MHMC Nashik. I'm back with a new podcast where we discuss a topic of medicine from its etiopathogenesis to how the patient appears to the clinic and how we investigate the case and what modern medicine treatment is available and what homeopathy can do for the condition. If you haven't listened my last podcast, it was on the topic of asthma you can listen it on Spotify, you can search Sankit Luda. So let's move towards today's topic and today's topic is pneumonia. So pneumonia is an infection of lung parenchyma which is caused due to the microbes which brings waters into the lung and makes it difficult to breathe. So Let's start from the basic physiology. Our respiratory passage has the various protections from our nostril, the hairs are present, in the lower respiratory tract, the mucociliary escalator is present. In our alveoli, the macrophages are present. So our nasal hairs trap the dust particle and various microbes. The particles which surpasses it, they enters to the lower respiratory tract where the mucous membrane and the mucociliary escalator by its upward movements take the particle upward. And the very small microbes that enters into the alveoli that are engulfed by the phagocytosis process of microphages, the alveolar microphages. So these microorganisms or microbes that typically invades the lung tissue and lead to the inflammatory response of the lung. The Colonization of microbes take place and the inflammatory response of the body is generated where the WBCs, the proteins, fluids and RBCs are accumulated into the alveoli. Now let us see which are the microbes that lead to pneumonia. It is broadly classified into typical and atypical. So let's begin with the typical variety of pneumonia. It is also known as airspace pneumonia. So here basically all the type of bacterial infections are considered which are aerobic and non-aerobic. So in this variety there is accumulation of alveolar exudate and there is neutrophilic infiltration that is the WBC increases. The patient appears with the clinical features of high grade fever and productive cough. There is pleurosis associated with the inflammation of the pleura and the presence of pain on deep inspiration. And according to the stage of pneumonia, the consolidation is happened. The exudate gets solidified into the lung alveoli. For the examination or the investigation, the sputum examination is done. And under gram staining or sputum culture, it is done, which is checked for the following organisms. First one is Streptococcus pneumonia. The Streptococcus pneumonia is the most common cause for the community acquired pneumonia. The characteristic of this organism is Rusty sputum along with the Staphylococcus aureus which is the most common cause of the secondary pneumonia. That is initially the pneumonia is caused due to the viral infection or influenza and secondary to that the Staphylococcus aureus infection takes place. Next one is Klebsiella. It is encapsulated bacteria and its infection is most common in the alcoholics where there is chances of aspiration is high and it lead to the formation of red currant jelly sputum or thick mucoid sputum. Next one is hemophilus influenzae. When a patient is suffering from acute exasperation of bronchitis or condition like that the chances of hemophilus influenzae is more. Of which type B variety of hemophilus influenzae is most virulent. We can also see that with the pseudomonas where the infection of the patient who is suffering from burn or cystic fibrosis or any immunosuppression is there, the chances of pseudomonas is more. This one is legionella. It is occurred due to the exposure to humidified air or environment. When the patient is admitted in the ICU and the AC ducts are present, the patient suffers with pneumonia along with diarrhea and there are cns symptoms of altered sensorium. The Legionella pneumonia has a milder version known as Pontiac fever where an upper respiratory tract infection is there which is self-limiting. Along with these bacteria we also have Mycoplasma pneumonia, chalmidophila pneumonia and Mycobacterium tuberculosis. And for the pathogenesis of anaerobes we can say as they are present in the oral cavity, in the crevices of the gingiva and between the teeth. So in such type of patient what happens is the drug overdose or the alcoholic overdose. The patient is sleeping for 2-3 days and the aspiration of this bacteria lead to the contribution of pneumonia. Here the airway is impaired, the defence of airway is impaired, the patient may be under Comatose state or intubated, the patient may undergo seizure due to this, leading to the aspiration of the saliva and the organisms reaching to the lungs, causing the infection. As the defense mechanism is weak, the alveolar abscesses occur and patient undergoes pneumonia. So the patient will be presented as the alcoholic overdose or drug overdose. The patient is sleeping for consecutive two-three days. And after 2-3 days, as he woke up with fever, chills and rigors, cough with expectoration and bronchoria, that is pus in the sputum. So when you check out the chest x-ray, you will observe an anaerobic lung abscess with air fluid level. And the drug of choice for the condition will be clindamycin. So this completes the typical variety of pneumonia. Now it's turn for a typical pneumonia. So here, the cause is non-bacterial and characterized by interstitial tissue inflammation along with mononuclear infiltration the patient presents as low-grade fever non-productive cough with the symptoms like malaise, myalgia of a viral infection and no signs of consolidation which is opposite to the typical variety where consolidation was present and in a typical variety the consolidation is absent so to investigate the patient We do sputum examination which turns negative for the gram staining. The chest x-ray will show interstitial inflammation, the lines of interstitial inflammation on the chest x-ray. Organisms associated are Mycoplasma immunia. It is the most common organism associated with a typical variety. It leads to the formation of IgM antibodies which lead to autoimmune hemolytic anemia. Here the antibody is produced against eye antigen of RBC and the patient presents as the male patient who lives in closed spaces or dormitories or bunkers. The characteristic for this condition will be milder manifestation but horrible looking X ray. As the patient can walk, instead the X ray is showing massive pneumonia. Hence it is known as walking pneumonia. Next one will be chalmedia pneumonia. It is the second most common variety of atypical pneumonia. So here, there is risk of high degree infection of coronary artery disease. Next one is Pneumocystis jiroveci. It is fungus and a most common cause of pneumonia of patients suffering with HIV, where the CD4 count is less than 200. It is a cup-shaped cystic organism which get attached to pneumocytes and its sample is collected through bronco alveolar lavage the next one is coxilla burneti it is an rickettsial variety of infection it happens when the kettles like goat and sheep are kept inside the home and patient suffers with q fever and comes in contact with this goat and sheep the coxilla burneti attacks now let's check out some viruses first one is influenza type a variety of influenza is most common for a typical variety of pneumonia, where the secondary infection of Staphylococcus aureus is seen, along with cytomegalovirus, in which owl eye inclusion is classically seen, along with respiratory sensational virus, which is most common in children and lead to bronchiolitis. Next one is adenovirus and which is most commonly seen in patients with immunosuppression. Next one will be measles, where the formation of coplic spots is seen and the development of rash is there. There are some other causes of pneumonia, such as contact with birds, where the Chalmedia ceticae infection leads to bird handlers' pneumonia. Next one is contact with bats. The inhaled bat droplings, which contain histoplasma, lead to histoplasmosis. Contact with rabbits lead to tularemia. The contact with goats or sheep that are kept in house lead to Q fever due to coxella burneti The patient who visited hotel or cruise lead to the legionella pneumonia. This completes typical and atypical variety of pneumonia and their causes. Now we are going to see community acquired pneumonia or the person gets ill outside the hospital or healthcare setting the most common organism involves community acquired pneumonia is pneumococcus along with that the atypical variety has mycoplasma pneumonia where the cell wall deficient organism is there and which respond to macrolides such as azithromycin also the haemophilus influenza has high affinity towards the copd patient with cigarette smoking and have high incidences. Now we will see Hospital Acquired Pneumonia or Nosocomial Pneumonia The person is already sick and admitted in hospital. The serious sick patients have already weakened immune system and the microbes in the hospitals are more resistant to antibiotics and are difficult to treat for example MRSA. Next one is Ventilatory Associated Pneumonia. It is a subset of Hospital acquired pneumonia. Here, what happens, for example, a condition such as a patient died due to pneumonia which was on ventilator and on same bed, same ventilator, the another patient is admitted. If the ventilator is not properly sterilized, the next patient admitted will get ventilator associated pneumonia. The most common organisms involved are Pseudomonas, MRSA, Acinetobacter, and in non MDR variety, pneumonia can be also categorized into aspiration pneumonia as the patient is reflex compromised due to drugs or alcohol or any brain injury or any swallowing issue so due to the compromised state of the gag reflex the food get aspirated into the respiratory tract and get occupied into an alveoli can be any food substance or a drink or gastric content which contain stomach acid. One variety will be bronchoneumonia. Bronchoneumonia can be throughout the lungs, bronchioles and alveoli. It is most commonly bilateral and basal lobe is more involved. The patchy involvement of the lobe of lung, the bronchitis followed by patchy involvement is seen and it is occur in two extreme ages. First one is children's or old age. Next one will be dober pneumonia. Here, consolidation of whole lung is present. In a typical interstitial variety, the interstitium is involved. Now it's turn for the pathology. There are four stages of pneumonia. First one is where the bacteria enters the lung through inhalation, lead to edema. The proteinaceous exudate in the alveoli is seen. And the stage is known as stage of congestion, where the alveolar fluid, is filled with bacteria and neutrophil infiltrations and there is massive congestion. The next stage is red hepatization where there is infiltration of RBCs along with small amount of fibrin. This is due to the leakage and increased permeability. The lung undergoes liver-like consistency. The next stage is gray hepatization where the leases of RBCs take place and lung turns gray in color where the fibrin amount increases and deposition is excessive, where the polymorph nuclear cells are predominant and next to that is stage of resolution. It is after 8 days where the neutrophils and macrophages carry out the phagocytosis of cellular dervis. So after the staging, let us consider the clinical features and how the patient will present to the hospital. The patient has fever with breathlessness which is increasing very much the patient even cannot talk and if talk into the monosyllables. The patient has cough which may be productive or non-productive. The patient may have hemoptysis which is seen in MRSA variety. The patient has chest pain due to the pleuritis component and the pleural rub is seen which cause difficulty in auscultation. The patient may have the GIT symptoms, such as nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. The patient may also suffer through headache and myalgia. On examination, what we see is the increased respiratory rate. The accessory muscles of respiration, such as sternocleidomastoid muscle, scalenus, and LNAs, are working over time. The patient is breathing so rapid as if he has run a marathon. The trachea is central. When checked on suprasternal notch, the vocal fremitus is increased. On percussion, there is dull note is seen due to the consolidation. On auscultation, the breathing sound is bronchial breathing. In bronchial breathing, the inspiration is short and the expiration is long, and there is gap is present between them. To listen the bronchial sound, place the stethoscope on manubrium sternum. You may see bronchophony that is increased vocal fremitus or the intensity of sound is better due to consolidation of lung. We can also see whispering pectoral where patient is asked to sit keeping back towards you and ask him to whisper the word and still you can hear the word as sound travels better in the solid media. For the investigation we will start with CBC where total leukocyte count is increased in TLC the neutrophils is increased. The sputum examination is done where the culture and gram staining is done before the antibiotics is given. What is adequate sputum? When under microscope we can see more than 25 polymorphic nuclear cell that is neutrophil and more than ten epithelial cell that suggests a pneumonia. This sample is known as adequate sputum sample. The next one is urine test. When we do not get the patient sample or patient has taken antibiotic before or the sputum sample is not adequate the urine test is done for the antigen against legionella pneumophilia and pneumococcus in these conditions where the culture may be sterile but the urine antibodies are excreted and are positive patient can also do pcr of sputum and bronchoalveolar lavage on chest x-ray the consolidation is seen. It can be lobar or round or bronchopneumonia, paranomenic effusion where the blunting of costophrenic angle is seen. The myomarkers of inflammation such as C-reactive protein and procalcitonin are also used. There is a criteria known as CURB-62 score criteria which is used for assessing the need for hospitalization. CURB stand for confusion, blood urea nitrogen increase, respiratory rate more than 30 per minute, blood pressure less than 90 by 60 mm of Hg, 90 systolic and 60 diastolic and the age of the patient will be more than 65 or 65 years of age has high rate of mortality. So here each point has given one mark and more the points. mortality rate is high if the score is 0 the mortality rate is 1.5 and the mode of treatment can be oral antibiotics on OPD basis if the score is 1 to 2 the mortality rate is 9.2 percent and the mode of treatment will be IV antibiotics in IPD if the score is more than 3 or equal to 3 the mortality rate will be 22 percent and the mode of treatment will be in ICU one of the complication of pneumococcus is pneumolysin toxin. This toxin lead to the platelet activation and concentration which will lead to myocardial infection in future. So what is the treatment that is provided to the patient in modern medicine? So on the OPD basis if the patient is previously healthy or not received any antibiotic in last 3 months then the microlids are prescribed. as clarithromycin and azithromycin or if they are not available then doxycycline can be used the other one will be comorbid condition where the patient is undergone coronary artery bypass recently or the diabetic mellitus patient who's undergone dialysis three times per week or the patient has received antibiotics in last three months so here the diagnosis of pneumonia is earlier And given one of the antibiotic so due to the chance of resistance the other antibiotic should be used such as moxifloxacin or beta-lactams or macrolides. If the patient is more severe then IPD treatment is given where the ICU treatment includes beta-lactams and macrolides. Beta-lactams such as amoxiclav or safe triaxone and macrolides such as azithromycin. These are given in IV form. If the patient's etiology is Pseudomonas then the antibiotics such as meropenem and piperacillin-tazobactam are added. If the causative organism is Staphylococcus aureus then solid and vancomycin are added. So basically the treatment is of beta-lactams and macrolides. Still sometimes for the preventive purposes, the multiple antibiotics are administered lead to multidrug resistance. So these combinations are used to protect the patient but that lead to multidrug resistance. So this completes my talk for the medicine part and modern medicine treatment part. In the continuation of this podcast, I am making the podcast for homeopathic management. If you like the talk, do share it to your friends and colleagues. Let's grow together. Let's study together. Until next time, peace out.